0: Hey guys, this is Rick Godwin, pastor of Summit Church here in San Antonio. Thanks for joining us today. You know, we're excited to have you on our podcast. Our goal is to inspire you and to challenge you and help everyone realize their full potential in Christ. Now enjoy the message. Well, this morning I'm gonna talk about a weapon and a power that the Lord put in every believer's hand. It's not used as much as it should be, and it can really make a difference in your life. I'm talking about the formidable force of agreement. (laughs) That's something rare in our country, but it ought to be normal in church. Matthew chapter 18, beginning in verse 18 through verse 20. Jesus says, verily or truly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything they shall ask, it shall be done of them by my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Touch and agree. That same verse in the Message Bible says, when two of you get together on anything at all on earth and make a prayer of it, my Father in heaven goes into action. I love that. When you get together on anything and make a prayer of it, my Father goes into action. The Amplified Bible says, again, I tell you, if two of you on earth agree, harmonize together, make a symphony together about whatever, anything, and everything they ask, it will come to pass and be done for them by my Father in heaven. So let's define a few words. Formidable, formidable means extremely difficult to defeat or overcome. And God is going to give you and has given every believer a formidable power and force. So the force and power of agreement is extremely difficult to defeat or overcome. The word force, force is strength, energy, might, or power. The word agreement, harmony, the state of being of the same opinion. Now, almost every believer has heard the statement, there's power in agreement. Pretty much everybody, right? Right? you've heard it, but how many understand what that phrase means? Or how many can say they're walking in the reality of that truth? When is the last time you engaged the principle of this truth and unleashed it to work for you in any area of your life? If it's true there is dynamic power in agreement, then we ought to be making that power work for us on a consistent basis. So this morning, I want us to understand how the power of agreement works, and once we understand it, we'll take a few minutes and unleash it. So this morning, we'll talk about the force of agreement. The Bible is full of promises concerning the power of synergy that comes into play when two people come into agreement. Now, each of us as a believer is a powerhouse. You're a spiritual dynamic alone you are. You have the power of the Holy Spirit available every day of your life. You are not an insignificant little nobody being. If you belong to Jesus, you are bad to the bone. We just need to slap you, wake you up, and realize, hey, he didn't leave you defenseless. He didn't leave you powerless. You need to sway and use that clout you've got to make some difference. You are God's representative wherever you are. Bible says I'm his ambassador. I've I got delegated authority to represent the kingdom of God or whatever nation that ambassador's from, no matter where I go. You carry the presence and power of Almighty God. Angels, can you believe it? Angels are assigned to assist you. Dude, wake up. You're not alone in this world. So each one of us is powerful enough to do significant damage to the kingdom of darkness. Every single believer has been given by Jesus the power and authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Luke chapter 10. Now, he's not talking about bugs, he's talking about demonic forces. Satan is a person, but he's called a dragon, that old serpent. So, he's given us authority to push them out of the way. So if you, as a believer, have so much power within you, imagine what happens when you combine forces. Well, you don't create an addition of your strength. You don't create a multiplication of your strength. You create a synergy. Let me explain. Synergy is not three plus three equals six. Or three times three equal nine. Not in the kingdom. No, no, no. In Joshua chapter 23, verse 10, it says, one man of you shall chase a thousand. For the Lord your God is he who fights for you. So understand, folks, it is God who fights for you. One of you can put a thousand of the enemy to flight. That means you can rout the hordes of hell when you move in the power of God demons have to flee. Now, I don't know how many problems confront you this morning, but with the force of agreement, you can move a thousand demonic forces. One of you can chase a thousand. Now, look at Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 32, verse 30. One will chase a thousand, two will put 10,000 to flight. Now, if we go to normal math, if one chases a thousand, two ought to be two thousand. But in the kingdom, it's synergy. Two of you will chase 10,000. Leviticus 26, verse 8 five of you will chase a hundred, and a hundred of you will put 10,000 to flight. See, when you do the math, it doesn't work by addition or multiplication. There is an exponential factor in the kingdom of God. I hope you can see that. There is power in agreement. Now, Psalms 133, first three verses. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. It's like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon Aaron's beard that went all the way down to the skirts of his garments. By the way, let me pause and say, when they anointed with oil, In the Bible, you got a new hairstyle. I mean, we touch you. They poured flasks of oil, and it soaked your outfit. You'd be a mess. That's how they did kings. That's how they anointed people. Anybody want to line up for a good dose here? All right. So you you get this picture. It's being anointed. This is the high priest, Aaron. Like the dew of Hermon, and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion... For there the Lord commands the blessing, even life forevermore. When brothers get together in unity, it's pleasant, it's good, and God says, I command blessing there. Now, you tell me who's going to stop it when God says, I command blessing. There's no demon in hell, not Satan. Anybody can stop that. Uh, Ecclesiastes, this is written by Solomon. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 9 through 12. Two are better than one. Now, that's for all you Lone Star Texas people. The, I'm a, the Lone Star State. Really? It's interesting, God said the only thing not good was that man be alone. Okay, I'm sure you're smarter than God. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up again. If two lie down together they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? That's for you singles. Okay. It, it's amazing to me how unhumorous Christians are, you know. You read stuff all the time and my brain's working 24. I'm talking to you but my brain's working on something else entirely on that. I could milk that a good a good while right now. But it, let's just keep it simple. How can one be warm alone? Okay, Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. The Bible makes it abundantly clear that just about, just about anything can be accomplished with the power of agreement. And we live in a nation that is the most divided I've ever seen in my 78 years of life. It's just a mess. And you know it. We can't get anybody to agree on anything, right? And God says, now, in my kingdom, I want this different. I want you to be of the same mind, not the same habit, but the same mind. I want you to think the way I think. I don't want a Democrat, Republican mind, black mind, white mind, Asian mind, Hispanic mind. I want the mind of Jesus. Now, if that's true, we we can can have some unity, okay? We can put armies of the enemy to flight, if we can get together, and we can achieve what seems to be impossible. Back in Genesis 11, you remember at least the story, the Tower of Babel, when God himself said, as they tried to build the tower into heaven, that nothing will be impossible to them because they speak one language. Now, that's referring to more than their dialect. It's about speaking the same thing. Husbands and wives members of the Summit family, we should be speaking the same language, the language of faith, the language of, of, of belief, the language of God's Word, and not what we think, what we feel, what we heard, what somebody told us, uh, our fear. We're to be of one language. We can be of different races, different background, different culture, but if we're followers of Jesus, we ought to be speaking the same language of faith That's part of the kingdom of God. What are you talking and speaking about like in your home? Now, marriage family is one place this principle's been underutilized because we allow our differences to keep us apart rather than uniting us. See, the beauty of agreement is in variety. In Matthew 18, verse 19, Jesus said, If two of you shall agree as touching anything... That word agree in the Greek comes from the word symphonio. Some means together, or the sum of, or the same. Phonio means to make a sound. We get the word phonograph from that. So when we agree, we're making a sound together. No matter how loud one of us can shout, that can only go so far. But if everybody in this room shouted, it'd be like a mighty roaring thunder. So to agree means to make a sound together. This is where we get the word symphony. It's a musical word. So there are essential, essentially, I think, three kinds of sounds. There's melody, there's harmony, there's symphony. Now, a melody is the arrangement of musical notes to make a pleasant sound. A melody is different from noise because a melody is pleasant to the ear. You can take one musical instrument and use it to make a melody. You can take one voice and make a melody. But if all the different instruments come together and play, you can have harmony. If I have five keyboards playing exactly the same thing, I've only got a melody multiplied five times. I don't have symphony. See, harmony is a combination of melody. But I'm going somewhere with this, so hang on. When you take the melody and combine it with different instruments and different voices, alto, soprano, tenor, now you get a symphony. So a symphony is the highest expression of music. Multiple instruments and voices, but none of them making the exact same sound. They're playing the same melody, but each with a different sound. Now, there's only one place in the Bible where you find the word symphony, It's in the New King James Version. It's in Daniel chapter 3. And four times it says, in symphony with all kinds of music. So a symphony is the coming together of all kinds of music. So one of us can make a melody in their heart. Paul told Ephesians, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. One person can make a melody, but it takes more than one to make a symphony. So it takes all the instruments and all the voices coming together to make a symphony. No one voice, no one instrument can be a symphony. I can make a melody, but never a symphony. I need others different from me. So you look at your spouse and you're different. And you think, Rick, how can we come into this formidable power of agreement? How can we agree? But if you weren't different, you could never make a symphony. There's a difference between unity and uniformity. Our worship team is not uniformity, but unity. See, we don't have to be exactly the same to walk in agreement, but we do need to speak the same language. You don't have to be like me, I don't have to be like you. Don't try to fit everybody into our mold. There are too many conflicts in relationships and too many conflicts in marriage because the husband's trying to make the wife like himself or the wife trying to make the husband like herself. We don't have to like the same food or music or styles to be in agreement. We can be in agreement even though we're different. On a piano, there are black notes and white notes, high notes and low notes, but it's their combination that makes beautiful music. Uh, Part of making family relations work is learning to accept each other's differences. Pause for a moment. Not addiction, rage, violence, control, self-centeredness. Those are evil differences that do harm. I'm talking like this. Cindy never forgets a name. I never remember a name. You could French kiss me and I'd say, I have no clue who that is. Cindy would say, well, they came a month ago and they were in the 11 o'clock service and they set four rows back, two chairs in. I can't do it. Cindy writes cards, notes of appreciation, affection, uh, birthday greetings and cards. If you ever get a card from me, it came from her. <laughs> I don't remember your birthday. If you put, I, I know how old my kids are. But if I had to pick up a prescription and they say date of birth, you could put a gun to my head. You could, you could threaten to execute. I couldn't answer. I don't know. I, I just don't, doesn't work good for me. Now, there are many things I can do good. That just isn't one of them. So she's more sensitive. She's kinder. She's more compassionate. I would be like, suck it up. Get over it. Let's go. That, okay. So when we come together, she really does balance me. That's a good thing. But I also have the strength to cover her weakness. And, and so we get in a fight, she wants me. Uh, I, when I say a fight, not us fighting, but we get in a battle of something, then I, I, I'm, I'm a good leader when it comes to that. But I need others to compliment my weakness. Now, Percy's from Alabama. I'm from South Carolina. He's African-American. I'm, I'm, I'm a white cracker guy, so he's been in his church you know, I think I was a teenager when I first met Percy. <laughs> Percy and I come from different background, different family, different culture. We do not have to, let's just, i make something up. You, Percy could have one view of climate change, being raged in the media. I could hold another view. We could have this guy running for office and I don't like him. Percy said, oh, no, I like this guy. I can be different there. But when we come to, to church, when we were in the kingdom or in our families and home, and uh, uh, Percy says, Rick, the doctor diagnosed me with something or whatever. Hey, we're speaking the same language. In the name of Jesus, who died on the cross, bore my sin, sickness, disease, pain, I rebuke this infirmity. We come together and it, command commanded to die. We speak life and health. We're speaking the same language. A language of faith, hope, encouragement, not doubt, fear, and unbelief. If you're speaking that in your home, there is no power. There is no power. So start learning to speak the same thing. Well, I don't believe that'll ever happen. Well, I don't see how God will ever get us out of that. You need to at least shut up. At least don't do damage. Don't, don't hurt yourself. Out of the mouth is the power of life and death, right in the tongue. So let's, let's speak the same language. It's not talking about me speaking Espanol or, or English or uh, uh, suddenly I had brain freeze. What? uh Thai, you know, or what? Ni a little Chinese or something. Okay. I'm bilingual. See, that's it. I'm trying to get you to how you agree. I I, I may not like your taste. I may not like your music. I may not like your food. I may not like what you wear. I might not like your hairstyle. I might not like what you like in many things in the culture. But when it comes to the kingdom, we have to be in agreement. We have to be in agreement. I don't, I don't, well, let me see what the Republicans are saying. Let me see what the Democrats are saying. Let me see what Aunt Sally's saying. No, no. What's God saying? Jesus said, let my mind, this mind in me be in you. I want to be that mind, and I guarantee you it'll get you in trouble because every one of these groups is not speaking the same thing, and they'll have everybody divided against everybody, but when we can get together, God says, I can do anything, so it takes more than one to agree and to make a symphony. Even the Godhead is one God in three persons, so there can be agreement, and that's why 1 John chapter 5, verses eight 5 through 8 says, these three... Are great one. These three agree as one. So there's perfect agreement with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, though their function is different, okay? Again, Ecclesiastes 4.9, two are better than one, and a threefold cord is not easily broken. Again, 30, we're review. Again, Deut- Deuteronomy 32, verse 30, one can chase a thousand, two can put 10,000 to flight. So, dominion over every problem in your life, if you're a follower of Jesus, begins with two believers in agreement, in Jesus' name, speaking God's word, period. If you have problems in your relationships, in your finances, in your health, in your marriage, with your children, with your business, or with your your emotions, when you take another believer... You take authority in Jesus' name with the Word of God, and you declare it and release it. Jesus said, what you ask the Father in my name, I'll do it. That moment we agree, Well, I, I, can, hold Cindy, I can grab Cindy's hand and pray a prayer of agreement driving home. Uh, I can pray a prayer of agreement on the phone. Hey, so-and-so, this happened, so-and-so. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, Cindy and I come into agreement to, to bind this, this work of infirmity attacking our friend, and, and on and on and on. I'm in agreement with another believer, with my wife. Now, that's a real power, husbands and wife getting together. Don't hide behind the fact, well, I don't know how to pray. I don't know, I don't know how to preach, okay? So big deal. Join the club. Come on in. The water's fine. Oh, no, you can speak English, right? You can cuss, so you can, you can pray. For God's sake. Just, how about just speak English? Well, I don't know any script. Just ask God to heal that disease, to release your child from addiction and rebuke the enemy. You could do that. If you could cuss somebody on 281, you can ask God to rebuke the adversary. I'm trying to make this not religious. It's not religious. It's simple, but you got to do it. And most people just are oblivious to the power we have in agreement And I don't, I can't see what's happening, obviously, because these demonic spirits are spirit. I can see they're a fruit, but I can't see what they're doing. So little by little, I'm driving them out. I'm weakening their power every time we come into agreement. So you may have to be in agreement, pray every day. Everything doesn't get fixed in one prayer. But I know, I know it's kind of like when you take an antibiotic, I'm on my way to recovery. I'm on my way to getting better. Not the instant I take it, but it's starting to work. And that's exactly what God's Word does when we come into agreement to pray for God to do something. Two in agreement are more powerful than two million in discord. Oh, Joshua and Caleb whipped the giants that two million people were afraid to fight. How? They were two in agreement. Remember Paul in the Philippian jail with Silas? They prayed, they praised, and God shook the jail off its foundation and set them free. Satan's first attack was on the husband and wife in the garden to divide them. And the moment they were divided, well, they were destroyed. Satan will destroy our children and our grandchildren because he wants to destroy a nation. But parents and grandparents, ah, we've got some authority and power to bind him over the life of our children and our grandchildren. I pray if, my, if you've got grandchildren but their parents are non-Christian and you are a believing grandparent, you are an authority in that family line. And you have power to pray and bind and bless that child. Use it to bind him and kick him out of your life and out of your family in Jesus' name. Two- in agreement, Jesus sent the disciples out two by two. He never sent anybody out alone. Two in agreement in Jesus' name can take authority over demonic forces and darkness. He gives them authority to bind and loose, but it begins with the power of two in agreement. Stop walking in circles, wringing your hands, drinking Malox. You have power. Use it. You have authority unleash it. You have dominion. Use it. You don't need 5,000 to agree. You don't have to call everybody you know. God will show up for two, for two. So stop waiting for God to take action. You jump in and take action. When you take action in prayer, the victory's on the way. God will slam the gates of hell off at the hinge. How much power can two people have? The power of life and death. So stop whining. Attack, attack, attack in Jesus' name. Go on the offense. We have only one offensive weapon, a sword. The sword, the word of God. It cuts, it divides, it's alive, it's powerful. Jesus used it. You use it. If I say what he said, it's got the same power he had when he used it. It's still the same word. You cannot pray in error if you pray what is clear scripture, right? So I was raised in a group that is always afraid to pray, pray amiss or pray in error. If I'm praying the word of God, I can't pray amiss and I can't pray in error. I'm praying clear scripture for crying out loud. We always want to make everything complicated. These sparky doofuses who were fishermen couldn't get off a parking lot in rain, and yet they did make a difference. That means there's hope for all of us. You don't have to have an IQ of, of some astronomer somewhere. If Just get in agreement with somebody. And so imagine, you know, with a church family of different cultures, different races, different backgrounds, different needs. But if we can speak the same language and come together, there's nothing too hard for God. There's nothing that we can't move to break its yoke over our lives. So power belongs to two in agreement. So let me ask you this, we close. What area of your life is right now under attack? Your marriage, your business, your finances, your health, your children, your emotional stability? I'm gonna ask you in a moment to find a believing partner you can agree with. Now, don't grab somebody you never saw, don't know, don't frighten somebody, but if you're with a friend or a spouse, or you're engaged, girlfriend, boyfriend, or a couple of guys and you know each other, I'm going to ask you to get together, to grab a hand, and we're going to have, in a minute, a binding and loosing service. Right now. We've done this before. And remember, when I do each subject, I'm just giving you a little synopsis. If I prayed every scripture I know, we'll be here till the sun goes down and the temperature gets cool. You've got to fill that in. I'm giving you the outline, okay? You're not going out like you came in today. You're going out today anointed with the supernatural power of God to have God's best. So I ask, how many of you need a miracle financially? Just slip a hand up. Just slip it up. I'm going to ask you to pray with me. Stand up. We're going to pray a prayer of agreement. I'm agreeing with you. You're in agreement with me. Say with me out loud, Lord Jesus... In the authority of your name, I come against the prince of darkness and every demonic spirit operating in my life under Satan's authority. I bind you with the word of God and the power of the blood of Jesus. I use delegated authority to rebuke you. I confess God's word that said, he will supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory. I will be the head and not the tail. God will open the windows of heaven and bless me with blessings that I cannot contain. Thank you, Lord, you dip my feet in oil. You favor me with my brothers. Wealth and riches shall be in my house as a man of God, and as the seed of the righteous. Thank you, you delight in the prosperity of your servant. Wealth and riches come from you. So I bind the enemy of withholding in the name of Jesus, and I release the resources that I have a legal right to. In Jesus' name, I receive it. I just give God a little praise. Thank you, Lord. We bless you, Jehovah Jireh. Thank you. Sometimes the enemy will withhold from you. Fight back. Fight back. You, he hadn't got a legal right. He knows it. But he's a criminal. He steal, kill and destroy. Why would God tell me to resist him if he can't oppose me? So fight back. How many of you are having problems in your health? In the area of your health, just stand up. We're going to pray. Come on, this is a battle in today's culture, especially battle. So say out loud, Lord Jesus, in the authority of your name, with the power of your word and the blood of the lamb, I bind the powers of Satan. In the authority of Jesus' name, I confess by your stripes on that cross, I am healed. I shall live and not die Jesus is my great physician. I have a legal right to be well. You purchased health for me at the cross. You bore my sin, my sickness, my disease, my pain, and my infirmity. Thank you, you sent your word to heal me, to deliver me from all destruction. I command toxins, poisons, carcinogens, mycotoxins out of every gland, out of every organ of my body. I curse every growth, every disorder, every tumor in the name of Jesus. I command you to function in the perfection that God created you to function. I receive my health. I receive my healing beginning right now in the name of Jesus, and I praise you, Lord. Now give him a little praise. Lord, we thank you, we bless you, we praise you. Your words are life and health to all of our flesh. That we may prosper and be in health was your decree. Thank you. And remember, you're not begging. You're you're demanding against the enemy. I'm, I'm demanding from him what I have been given legal right to by the highest authority in the world, the Lord Jesus. He's given us that authority. I purchased it for you. I've given you the bill of sale when you become a Christian. Now use it or be tormented by the enemy. Don't give the enemy easy access to anything that may show up. The doctor's going to give you the natural diagnosis. We understand that. Luke was a physician. But the key is, I have the power to renounce that, to curse it and command it to die. And if that didn't work, we'd know by now. We've seen that many, many times. Well, what if the Lord wants me to go to heaven? You going. Unless you know that, then let's pray. I'm not going to go anywhere early. That which I've begun in you, I'll perform it to the day of Jesus. And I don't think, according to Scripture, we get a few glimpses, where the enemy tried to take Job out and kill him, and God says, you can touch him, but you can't kill him. So maybe you're being touched right now. Well, fight back. Fight back. But you're not a victim, and you have rights. Use them, all right? How many of you have a battle with your emotions? That's a big deal in this culture right now. If that's you, stand up, we're going to pray. Get some peace of God in your heart. I'm not to get you off drugs and get you to, to be at peace. You don't have to smoke pot. You don't have to take drugs for the rest of your life. Don't you lean on that. Let's, let's believe God's got a, got a good plan for you. So just raise your hands with me and say, Lord Jesus, in the authority of your name, by the power of your word, through the blood of the Lord Jesus, I receive freedom now over the spirit of fear, over anger, over depression, over resentment, over thoughts of suicide, over all bitterness, I ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, to bind the strong man and set me free, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Let the spirit of peace rule in my heart and in my mind. Great is the peace of those who love you, Lord, and love your word, and nothing shall offend them. Let your peace rule in my home, in my marriage, in my body. I thank you. Satan is bound, and I am free in the name of Jesus. Now, come on, thank him. Thank him again. Always thank the Lord in advance. One last prayer. How many of you have a need I didn't address? Then I stand up and we'll all pray it together. Pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus, In the authority of your name, by the power of Jesus' blood and the power of God's word, I bind the strong man attacking me in this area. Now you declare what that area is right now. Just say it. And in the name of Jesus and by the power of his blood and by the power of God's word, I bind this strong man attacking me both now and forever. I demand to be free and not tormented. Another day, I will resist you, Satan. Jesus has paid for my freedom and my peace. I'm going home different now and forever. In the name of Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace, I decree peace over my mind, over my emotions, over my body. I rebuke stress, anxiety, fear, and depression. Peace, Lord. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. And when that peace gets attacked, you quote God's word right back, and that peace will settle. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. If you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe and share it with a friend. Follow me by visiting the links in the description. I'm praying today that God richly blesses you this entire week.